0: Thank mm-hmm. you. And welcome to Coins in the Hood, Season 1, Episode 25. We are here to talk about West Ham and the result of the weekend, which was good. And the rivalry with West Ham, right? And I want to say this before I forget about it. Is it even a real rivalry? Like, before we even talk about football, is it a real rivalry? Because I don't really care about West Ham that much. I don't look for it on the fixture list. I don't really give a shit about any of their supporters or any of that, do, do you, do you have a, where do you feel about West Ham? Jay, what, what's your feelings of West Ham and and what they, what they think is a rivalry?
1: I think it is a rivalry, it's a London rivalry, but it's a rivalry more so because they hate us so much. I was talking to some West Ham people before the game on the Friday and they were loving it. And I was saying, yeah, it's your World Cup final. And they were going, Way! and they were loving it. It's not a rivalry to us because they're irrelevant, but do you want to lose to West Ham?
0: I don't want to lose to anybody, really, to be honest. I don't really but count if them you
1: lost any... To SM, but if you lost to West Ham, would it dig a little bit more? Uh,
0: not really. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't, it doesn't, like to be honest. But um, before we expand on that, yeah. So um, I'm here with Rav and Bones and special guest referee, Mr. J. Hmm? Was that? Uh, yeah, all good. All good. How's it going, Rav and Bonesy?
2: Yeah, no. All uh, oh, oh good. All oh good, mate.
0: Why don't you have your hair out like that at work bones?
2: Because <laughs> they'd probably tell me it leaves the building.
0: <laughs> I don't know, And I'm thinking, like, if you walked in like that, I think it would set tongues wagging. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're already it wagging is. anyway, but even more so. Like, if you just walk out with your hair like that, what's the point of having long hair if you're just going to keep it hidden away in a top knot?
2: Yeah, I suppose so. That kind of hair part Cs. <laughs> even I'm looking at you different, man. It does need a trim, though. Look at the state of it, man. It's fucking. It needs a trim. It needs a trim.
0: You look like that. What's that hobo with a hatchet? What's that thing on Netflix? <laughs> oh. Is it hobo with a hatchet or hitchhiker with a hatchet? That's the one, isn't it? Yeah. About that's the, the it's one. a documentary about a guy who Just kills was a load of people. No, no, he was in a car crash or something, and but he was like, he was like hitching a ride with a guy that crashed the car, but it was a, he, he crashed it on purpose to try and take some guy out. It was like a like a hate crime or, or, of some description. And then he, he got out of the car and started hacking the geezer up with a hatchet. And it turns out, like, he was, he's, he's, he's always, hacking. I don't want to spoil it if people are listening and watched it, but yeah, there's more to it, this guy than just being some, yeah, hitchhiker. So am I the hacker or the hacky? <laughs> you're the hack, you're the hack, you're always the hacker. Um, a hacky but yeah, it's, it's a good documentary. of interest by the same people who did, I think it's the same people who did Don't Fuck With Cats, which was pretty good as well. But yeah, I won't say anything else just in case anyone's not watched it. Anyway, fuck all that. Um yeah, so West Ham rivalry, right? So I was at work at a weekend. I think I mentioned this earlier, Rev. And like I was getting dig- digged out by a Matey Boy who Sports West Ham right? Dick proper <laughs> like I was thinking look, I'm sitting, I'm trying to, I'm trying to work, I'm trying to concentrate, and he's properly going at me like oh, you fucking shit. It would do you at the weekend your shit stadium. I'm thinking, what are you? I'm thinking. He does support West Ham, right? He doesn't support like, a decent club. I'm like, well, how, how is he getting off on this? Like, and I just turned around to him and was like, mate, we don't even like. You're not even. It's not a real rivalry. You've dreamt up a rivalry. It doesn't exist. Maybe you've got a little, little bit of something with Millwall, but you know, that's 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 the level you're at. If we're all honest, you've just dreamt up this little fictitious rivalry. And created us as some villain in your little pantomime. Like it's it's a depressing story, and we're not your rivals. So just just it broke him. To be fair, he, he actually was. <laughs> said, he actually said to me, "All right, mate. All right." You know what I mean? <laughs> it I, meant, it, I, it. I meant I meant every word. But it was it was. And but what you're just saying just now? Like I, I'm, I'm I don't I'm not pissed off. I don't I don't care about them. But when someone's just going at you, like fuck
3: off, mate. Like what are you talking about? But anyway, Rev, what do you think about the rivalry? But they've got some weird uh, like. They, they, they sort of, I've got a few West Ham mates and they, they're like, yeah, but how many trophies have you won? And I, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, we've won probably more FA Cups than you've had any trophies in your entire history. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know, it's like, this weird. Everyone has to have a rivalry. Everyone's got to hate each other. It's all got to be purely tribal, all that sort of stuff. But I don't really care about them. I don't, like, dread the games like the Arsenal game or the Chelsea game. Uh, it's just it annoys me that they up their game for us. That's pretty much it. Like, and they didn't they didn't yesterday. Or but usually they they come and they they stink the place out and nick a one goal one nil lead from Antonio and hold on to it. But uh, but yeah, like I'm just I don't care about them, man. Like I really when they get relegated, I don't feel any glee. I just think yeah, that's where you belong, and I don't really worry about it to be honest.
0: Imagine imagine just putting a club where David Moyes is like your greatest ever manager. Like that's that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Finally, what's your feelings of West Ham? Um, yeah, I'm
2: not I'm not overly fussed fussed about them. Um they I, I see I, I think they count that they won the World, World Cup <laughs> as part of their trophy hall. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. So So it was quite it was quite it was quite nice to hear, hear our fans singing um, in the tune of Three Lions that they're going to get relegated. So I quite enjoyed that.
0: Are they going to get relegated, you reckon?
1: No, I don't think they will. <laughs> uh, I was talking to this West Ham boy at work, and he was like, yeah, we're gone. And I was like, no, nah, and you're, there's enough there to beat the other shit around. I think Southampton and Leeds have gone. So it leaves one of, yeah, up to about Palace. So there's a lot of teams involved. But I think West Ham should get out of it. But he'd given up. He was like, now we're gone. He said, because we can't beat the shit around us. That's the problem. And I was like, yeah, that could be a problem.
0: Well, we did beat them. Um, it was quite a nice victory in that it was another tale of two halves. But uh, I, I don't think we played that bad in the first half. I thought it was all right. I think there's a bit of, I thought it was a bit harsh, some of the, the critique from uh, the pundits and stuff after the game. Because I thought we were actually all right. I don't think we did. We didn't create a lot, but we were in control, I thought. Well, I don't think they really did anything. Um, but yeah, Rev, what was your feelings on the game overall?
3: Yeah, I, I saw a lot of like, doom-mongering, and I, I thought we were all right. I thought we our game plan actually worked, and we they didn't really have a sniff at all, apart from maybe one shot from Bowen. Um, and then, yeah, in the second half, I was just like, it was only a matter of time before we scored. Uh, and I was quite confident as soon as we did. I didn't really see much from them to, to to threaten us. The only thing that bothers me is like had we drawn or maybe lost that game, that penalty not being given was was a joke like i I don't know how how anyone can look at that and say that's not a penalty. um and that bothered me because it was just like we we're not getting these decisions sometimes and we need a bit of luck sometimes and we we don't really get it uh yeah. Yeah I don't, know yeah, I, don't know, I don't
0: know why it wasn't given like because I remember I was si- I was sitting I was watching it in Oxford in in the pub um pub there the Wigan Jay, if you remember that one do you remember the Wigan Pen I do. Yeah so nice we little, watched a couple of games in there didn't we We did it was a nice little one for the football there um but yeah so when the when the handball happened like it was so obvious there was a handball because all the players were just straight away all the supporters were going wild as well there's limbs everywhere just for this it was an obvious handball and then I was just sitting there, I saw the replay, and like even the commentators were going, Yeah, that's, that's definitely a penalty. And I was like rubbing my hands together, like, here we go, nice pen. And then it just the game just carried on. And it was like, oh, so you're just allowed to handball it now. And he didn't even fall over. They went, Oh, he was falling, but he didn't fall. So is that what play the defenders are gonna do that now, isn't it? I think Dion Dublin said that on match of the day. Defenders are gonna start going, Oh, I'm falling. <laughs> yeah, hit the ball over their hands. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck those. Bonesy, what do you reckon? What do you reckon it was a pen?
2: Um, I think, I think it was a pen because I mean, if you look at Harry Kane, he's going straight to Harry Kane. He's sitting there waiting for it. Um, the geezer, he does look like he's going down and he, to be fair, he does look like he's going to plant his hand on the deck just to keep himself from going over. I think the ball actually hitting his hand, keeps him upright and stops him from falling over. Um, but I mean, a few years ago, that had been given as a pen, and no one would have argued about it. I think they're they're trying to clarify the rules and tighten them up, but in tightening them up, the um, logic and what is actually happening on the pitch is going out the window because they're playing, they're they're doing it by the letter of the law. When if you're watching it, you can sort of sometimes things are not always black and white are they you have to sort of see it in context so to speak
0: and- i saw a good i saw a good article on the uh on talk sport uh last week and it was it, it was um simon jordan and danny murphy going at it over over var and danny murphy's like you know he wants to see var loosened a little bit he doesn't want to see it being as strict as it is but he also wants to see them getting the simple things right i think that's i think that's pretty much where we all are with it you want to see you don't want to see like a toenail offside getting ruled out, you know, as a goal when, you know, they can't even get simple things like blatant offsides where they're forgetting to draw the lines, regardless of who that, who, who, you know, who that was against, it shouldn't be happening. Um, if it's going to happen, it might as well happen against them to be fair. If it's going to happen, let's let it happen against Arsenal. Um, but there's other things when there's been loads of them. We've had, we've had some fucking honking decisions against us, but yeah. Um, Always was well in the second half, Jay. What was your feelings of the second half?
1: second half was much better. It was classic Formation A, wasn't it? He came out in the second half a bit of a different beast, playing a lot better, getting it in quicker, more shots. Yeah, and then Sonny came on and did the business.
0: Do you reckon they've got a conference phone in the in the, in the changing room and they just get they get Conte on it? Or do you reckon they've got some big, mass, big screen that's about 82 inches and they just get his face on there, like, just heckling yeah. them? How do you reckon they get a message across at half-time?
1: Conte just got that whiteboard, is not Can't they just text Stellini and they've got that big whiteboard? I don't know. I'm sure there is some sort of... Yeah, he's probably on a Zoom call as well, isn't
0: he? Do you know just Stellini, know, right? Since he's been his assistant coach at Inter as well, <laughs> he's he's taken uh, the reins for Conte five times, and he is unbeaten. He ain't conceded for us. What? Clean sheets and shit, isn't it? Maybe... <laughs> maybe it's time for Conte to move on and Stellini to move up, isn't it? Promotion. It happened for Martin isn't it? That's what happened there, innit? Could, <laughs> could be the second time that happens.
1: He's got no hair, but we don't care. Christian Stellini.
0: There's got
3: to be a better one than that.
1: <laughs> Probably.
3: But yeah, well, Bonesy, man. Is... Go on, go on, Rav. I was going to say, it is funny that when Conte is not there, we seem to play a lot better, with a little less fear in us. Do you not know think? like, we look a bit more calm and composed I, I know, know there's, a lot, there's a lot in that, but if if yeah. we win if we beat chelsea comfortably i know there's
0: shit at the moment but if we if we if we beat them and we put a little run together because i don't know when he's coming back he's definitely not coming back for uh chelsea he probably won't be back for ac if we if we get the results we need out of them then maybe there's there's possibly something to discuss there, but I don't, I don't think it is. I think yeah. there's a new impetus there. Skip's got something to prove. Royale's obviously got something to prove, which brings me on to my next point. I was, which I was going to put to Bonesy. When, when are we going to bring Bonesy's mystical garden back? Because <laughs> you, you've been, you've been banging fucking the Emerson Royale drum all season, man. And you're the only person that's seen any good in him, like, right? And now he's doing bits, in not it? Like, not even, not even playing good. He's like, like I'm watching him thinking, fucking hell, like, he's having, like, unbelievable games. Like, man in the match performances in, like, two or three yeah. games.
2: He, he wants it. Do you know what I mean? He's showing a bit of passion, passion and desire. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't know whether it's a, a similar sort of effect as when we had um, Kyle Walker and Danny Rose... And we bought in Davis and Trippier and everyone up their game. So I don't know. I mean, I always thought Royal was given like I've always thought the comments and that were a bit unfair on him because he's not a wing back. Um, defensively, defensively, I think he's good and I think he's solid. I don't think there's many wingers that are going to want to go up against him because when he go when he goes to win the ball off ya, he'll leave a bit on ya. But not 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 to failure. So if the ball's there to be one. he could stay on his feet. But he goes to ground just to just to let the player know that yeah, you're going to be in for a tough afternoon.
0: He's athletic, um, isn't he? He's, he's he can get up and down quite easily. It doesn't it doesn't phase him doing that much running in a game? Whereas no, nah. on the other side, Perisic man, he's just Perisic come on like, just started kicking the shit out of everyone, didn't he? Like. I, I quite enjoyed
2: that though I, quite but enjoyed I don't that. think he meant to do
0: it I think he was just that late to the challenge I think he was just he's about 70 isn't he he just yeah Um. but the goal for where well, was 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 mustered in it Rev? that was some good football and a very good pass from Mr. Hoibier in midfield that was quite
3: uh, quite a pass Rev. yeah uh, it's uh, yeah it definitely a good pass and I think that's like the first time we've seen because I don't think Cesson or Perisic can run as hard as Davies did. Because so I think that's the first time for a while we've seen a wing back to wing back goal, which is what Conte always used to have in all of his teams. Um, Davies looked so, comfortable, didn't he? Yeah, I th- he would be the least likely, the the person least likely to play well at wing back. You'd think, but he was. I thought he was really good. Um, he made that run, and that makes the pass because. Someone's willing to run off the ball and receive the pass, and Hoyberg did well to make it as well. I think we've had we haven't had enough of that, really. Um, and then, yeah, just perfect pass to Royale, and I thought he I thought he fucked it, but a fair play it was a great finish. And, was there a split, yeah, split second before he connected with the ball, and you were just like, "No,
0: not him!" Like, I was like
3: I was like, anyone but him." Yeah. it's like yeah, I used to, to get it to Soko as well. Every time Sasoko was through on goal, I was like, please anyone but him. But yeah, no, he finished it. And if he keeps playing like that, we we might not ever see uh, Pedro Porro. <laughs> yeah, there was some there were some memes doing the rounds from Pedro Porro, in it, like, the camera went to
0: him, I think maybe like two or three minutes after the first goal, and he was kind of just sitting on the bench to, and you could hear he you look at his face, he was like, I have made a mistake in coming here, I think. I <laughs> 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 mean um, he was he was Playing the football of his life. Um, I mean, he'd only been there a year. I think at Sporting, had not he? I don't think he'd been there that long.
3: Yeah, but not he, very long,
0: no. but he was one of their key components um, and playing every week and scoring goals and getting out of the matches and everything else. And there was a look on his face like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" But you know, yeah, he's he's got to keep that form up, Emerson, to stay in that team. It ain't like he can he can revert back to just not being able to to do to do you know the more offensive stuff. And link up, but yeah. I mean, if if Conte plays the way he usually plays, he likes to take his wing backs off, doesn't he? After about 70 minutes
3: and get the other, other guys on, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's good, it's a good competition, isn't it? Yeah, but, plenty, plenty of opportunity for Borough P- to come in at some point, so yeah. I, I mean, again, going back to what the pundits were saying after the game,
0: you know, it was a boring game, it wasn't, it wasn't exciting. I, I didn't get that, I quite enjoyed. I, I quite enjoyed, especially the second half. I thought we played all right. It was good to see Skip look good. Uh, I thought composed in midfield, looked comfortable. It was, it, it, and to, you know, he got booked well early, and it was almost like, oh fucking hell, man, he's he's got to walk the tightrope now for the the rest of the game. But you know, he was pretty good. And what what did you make of um what what did you make of Skip Bonesley? Do you think he's he's going to be the one that Conte goes for ahead of Saul or, or or what? Um, I mean, I thought Skip had a decent game. I've still
2: got my reservations, but I had my reservations about Harry Kane and I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't right about that. Um, so maybe he can come good. Um, I think Skip is a bit more mature. He's been around the club for a bit longer. He's played, he's had more experience in English football. So I think he's a safer pair of hands that holding midfield role with Hoyerberg as opposed to Saar. I think Saar will probably end up being overall a better player, a more influential player in a few years, because I think he's just got more about him in his general game. There's some bits and pieces that he does that I really like. um, And he looks more athletic. He looks like he can get up and down the pitch. But I think for now, I think um, Skip's a safer pair of hands. So I'd probably go with Skip to partner Hoyerberg.
0: I was looking for some. I was looking through some stuff from when he was at uh, Norwich, and just just trying to find out a bit. Uh, this was ages ago when he. I think he got Player of the Season for Norwich the season they won the league, and he was playing a more advanced role in midfield for them. He was like more in the final third, like doing like final passes, getting assists, or being the assister of the assist, winning the ball higher up the pitch, rather than being like a, like a defensive midfielder. Um. So I don't know. Is that is that a position he could he could he could potentially play, but you know we don't really play with any offensive midfielders, do we? Like we more if you we we more if we drop eight, well even the sun's coming back deeper now and trying to take the ball in into his feet and turn, but I mean he, he ain't really he's at It to be fair, um, but yeah maybe maybe skip could play more offensively and Hoiberg could sit deeper. I don't know, like I don't know if you you see that. I I haven't seen that, but yeah. Any thoughts on that? No one? No one care. Um, I think <laughs> at the
2: moment uh, I think at the moment Skip is still finding his feet. And well, he's not been a first team regular, so I think he's still finding his feet. Um, so I think he's going through that play it safe, easy phase just to bed himself in. He doesn't want to make any mistakes, he just wants to be neat and tidy and do and obviously being in a conte side. He's going to be deep,er um, so I think yeah, he's just going to be for the foreseeable until he's up to speed. I think he's just going to be neat and tidy. Do you reckon he'll, start,
0: think he against, could... do you reckon he'll start against Chelsea then?
2: I think he will. Yeah.
0: Hmm. So I, I thought Saar did really well against um, AC Milan, and I was kind of surprised he didn't start next to Hoybier, To be honest, I thought he offers a little bit, something a little bit different.
1: I think he likes to have the option on the bench. So, Skip and Neuberg will start. And I think Skip's got a bit more dog about him. So, I think that's why he starts and plays. I think you're right. He probably could be a bit more offensive. But for now, like Banzi says, he's kind of finding his role in the team. He's got a bit more dog about him. And then later on in the game, bring Simon and he can kind of control the ball and keep the ball. I think that's what they're thinking.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're going to get plenty of minutes between the end of the season because it looks like Basuma and Betancourt are done, isn't it? I think. I don't know what the deal is with Basuma. It's an ankle operation, isn't it? Surgery? Is it? Uh, it is surgery. I'm sure it is. Um yeah, again, looking at the bench, uh, all of a sudden our bench looked quite strong at the weekend, I thought. I was looking at think that's not bad. Obviously, Son dropped to the bench. Uh, what's your feelings about that? Because, obviously, he's been shit this season, um, if we're being br- brutally honest. Charlton, there's been a lot of talk about getting Charlton into the team and putting him in on wide left, which is where he played a lot of his football for Watford and Everton quite successfully. Um, yeah like is that is that the way we've got what do you think about Richarlison's performance he didn't do a lot did he 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 works hard he uh, does a lot of the, he does a lot of the running
3: um, I think it's
1: what you don't you know, see
3: I think um, <laughs> he's off the ball stuff he's, he's a bit more physical as well like he's a bit more like he's a bit more of a, a threat to biggest centre backs than Son's been and I think it was the right time to drop Son because he's been He needs to get out of the limelight, as we said. And he's been a bit like, sort of, like his control and stuff's been poor. I just, I I kind of wanted Richarlison to stay on to try and get a goal. And obviously, Son eventually scored. So, so it's, it's, it kind of, we got a goal from that position anyway. And, and it might bring Son's comfort, confidence up. But yeah, Richarlison was, I thought he was great. I thought, um, he's, his like, so I think Kane made a pass in the, I think it was the first half that um he really he nearly got to that just split the west ham defence and then i think he just hit it off of fabianski yeah but if we just had a bit more direct directness from that left wing position i think they 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 should be rotating off each other now i don't think son's a guaranteed starter um
0: yeah i mean he's proven now isn't it? he's come off the bench twice and he's and he's affected the game twice so maybe Maybe that'll be it now. Maybe they'll just say, look, you know, you need to get your confidence back. You need to get a d- desire. Um, and, you know, you're running against tied legs as well. And you're bringing, you know, imagine seeing Son come on a, like, are a centre-half or a, a wing-back, and, and you all of a sudden you're knackered getting up and down all game. And then you've got Son coming, running in behind, which is how the goal came about. It was classic Harry Kane and the Son, wasn't it? Um, great pass from Harry Kane and Son running in off the shoulder. And, Doing what he does, doing son things, or what we what we usually see Son do, uh not so much this season. But yeah, so for me, I'd stick with it. But what about Dan Juma? Like it, all of a sudden it looks like he's because even Lucas came on um against against West Ham. And is, is Dan Juma other ones Must be rubbing his head thinking, off must have I should definitely have gone to Everton. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he's not gonna get a sniff, is he? I don't know. Like what do you think, Buns, about Dan Juma?
2: Um, well, I think, didn't you say, Rav, that was he Was he even on the bench? Because you would, I think you, you said, Rav, didn't you? That, um, didn't he miss his other kid or something?
3: I saw something like that. Um, and I, I, I think, yeah, I did definitely see something like that. Yeah. Hold on, let me check.
1: He was on the bench. Oh, was he? <laughs> he was.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm checking that just for, uh,
0: just to confirm.
2: Well, I mean, if you're gonna with Dan Juma, if you if you got, Richard, oh, no, he, was, he wasn't.
0: He wasn't. He weren't. No, he was on the bench. No, oh, he was. He was. He was. He was. He was. <laughs> Sorry, suspense. <But> I mean, I'm <laughs> like Shamalaman Twist.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, where does he play? Is it left, left or right?
3: Left back on the bench. Yeah, I think I mean, yeah, I think he plays. He can play anywhere. <laughs> play up front as well. That was a proper dad joke, and I no wanted it. <laughs> no, no, because
2: I was just, I was just, I was just thinking. Right, you've got, you've got Richarlison, who we've, at the start of the season, we were saying, oh yeah, he, he could be like a, a replacement potentially for Harry Kane, and that's why we've gone in early and got him. Um, so you have got Richarlison on the bench, um, and. So I don't see Dan Juma starting above Richarlison like if there is a place up for grabs, because he's just on loan. Like, why? Why are you going to put? He might he might become a good sub to have, but I think it's I think it's really really important at this stage of the season that we get minutes into Richarlison.
0: He needs to start getting. He needs to he needs to score. Maybe that'll be the the, the catalyst that will get him. Firing and I've, I've oh. always thought he looks all right. What happened, Jay? It's
1: 2 0 Liverpool.
0: Yeah? Is it at the Bernabeu as well? 15
1: minutes. No, it's at Anfield.
0: A Liverpool back? Do we need to be worried about Liverpool all of a sudden?
1: No, they'll win the Champions League, but tenth. So, I will finish 10th.
0: So they'll probably wants, lose 4th. Their, their asthma pumps have just turned up, innit?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've just come over from China.
0: Yeah, they've just been, uh, been there's been components component issues i mean i don't know how many components are in an asthma pump but yeah um but no
2: just like just to uh expand on the the point like with richarlison um what we were talking what you mentioned earlier i yeah i think sunny for me he stays on the bench for the foreseeable like you've got richarlison who's a big physical dog that could not that can, ru- that can rough up defenders, doesn't mind doing the donkey work. And then when they're all fucked, bring Sun on, he's going to have acres of space like he did against West Ham. I think it's it's a match made in heaven to start Richarlison and put Sun on in the mid- second half.
0: Yeah, it does it does sound a lot more appealing than bringing um, Lucas Moura on, to me to, <laughs> me, to be honest. I mean, I don't want to get into Lucas Moura because I know some people don't like don't like it when I say things about Lucas Moura. He got a good reception.
2: He got a good reception when he come on. He said he's going, isn't he? He said they're stunned.
1: He's going at the end of the season. I don't think we're renewing his contract, are we? Yeah, I think the club and, and him have all said they're stunned at the end of the season.
0: Are you set to Gojo?
1: Yeah, I, I think he was a good player. I think he actually is a good option off the bench, but obviously not as good as son So, yeah, I think we should stick with Richie. I think it'll be harsh. I don't... He did all right, but I don't think he... Like, he did anything to warrant starting, but you can't just jog him on after, what, 60 minutes or whatever. So I'd definitely start him again. And again, yeah, like Bonesy said, bringing on Sun, after he's him and Kane have batted him, and they're tired and the game's game, Sun's going to stretch him. And it's going to make Sun hungrier and angrier. And so when he does get that start, he's going to be
0: like, right, I'm not fucking leaving. I would like to see us score... Uh, <laughs> obviously, this is well obvious what I'm about That's to say, it. but I would like to see us score... <laughs> earlier and be more and be comfortable and settled in the game and controlling the game so we can take Harry Kane off as well and maybe play with Charleston up top yeah. I would like to see that not having the you know that game where they pulled back three goals in the last seven minutes or whatever it was that's not going to happen like every time do you know what I mean that's not something we should but we do we think like that Spurs support was a, it's ingrained in us to think even when we're 3-0 up with five minutes to go we could throw this away we could absolutely throw this away and that's a mad way to think but we do I know I do <laughs> Never come forward. So but we have done, have not we? We have done. Yeah. <laughs> We've been yeah. out of sight. And I remember the five-one against Arsenal in the Carlin Cup <laughs> semi-final. It was I think it was like 94 minutes. I was going to <laughs> <try> the <laughs> fuck, it, it was five-one, man. It was done. <laughs> it was fucking done. But I wasn't, I wasn't calm enough. I wasn't, yeah, no composure, yeah. man. Because I was thought in them minutes, man, that someone's gonna fucking Pre- Walcott's going to just do some madness and score a hat-trick, i <laughs> say four goals mm-hmm. in t- 10 minutes or whatever. But yeah, um, we're coming up to the half-time point now, so I'll put a pin in it there because, um, yeah, second half, we're going to talk about uh, expectations for the season. What are, what are, what's realistic now, what, what we can, w- we should be hoping to do with what's left because as Bunsy says every week, we're in. We're in the last sixteen of the Champions League. You don't see that every week, but this is where we are. We're still in the last sixteen of the Champions League. we where well, we got Sheffield United in the FA Cup. So mm-hmm. you know, we get past them. We're in the quarters. Is that right? Yep. And we're fourth mm-hmm. in the league somehow. Somehow, after all this shit, how many games have we lost this season? How are we fourth in the league? Think of that. Everyone's been blowing smoke up Newcastle's ass. How have we just snuck in there? Like and losing every week how'd you lose 4-1 right? Like? <laughs> how'd you lose 4-1 and then get into the top four
1: that's how we roll that's Sposy.
0: yeah it's weird but yeah all that is going to come up in the second second half north
1: london is
0: ours welcome back to part two of episode 25 what, what do you reckon, Bonesy? Like, you, as as you always say, like we're we're in everything. We, there's everything still to play for, technically, you know. And if a couple of capitulations happen above us, you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying anything, but we found fa- we found ourselves in the in fourth spot somehow. What do you reckon, Bonesy? What should be what should be the way to look at the rest of the season? I mean,
2: I think yeah, as as we've been saying, and yeah. It's, it's not going too bad at the moment. Like, and I don't think we've got going yet. I think it, it, it runs, there's parallels between this season and last season where we didn't really get going until the back end of the season. And then all of a sudden we clicked into gear and we looked like a different beast. So I'm hoping that's going to be the case. I think the fact that we've got Benton Core out, that's a big miss but um yeah we've got we've got a good we've got a good um decent squad and yeah i'd I'd love us to win the FA cup i'd be happy with the FA cup
0: at the expense of top four
2: yeah for me i know Mr levy probably won't want that but yeah i i i want the FA cup over top four this year. I think it's it's important for us to win a trophy to actually see, like, do you know what I mean, have something tangible that we've won.
0: Do you reckon, like, am I, am I just imagine, right, this season ends with us winning the Champions League
2: i can't think like that
0: <laughs> I, at the beginning of the season right and because you, you just pointed out this is this is kind of where i'm going with it just the, the, you just said we haven't hit form yet and the back of the last season we hit some really really good form key players were performing um Kleszewski was just doing some fucking bits every week if we hit form at the right time who, who, who's who realistically in, in europe right do you think is a shoo-in for the champions league this year like and uh, like, who do you, who do you think? Like, I'm not saying I'm not saying we're, we're anywhere near like top team in Europe at the moment. But who do you think is like the team? That there's there's someone out there that's unbeatable. Like, they, I don't think that there is. Like, Jay, who do you think? Who, who do you reckon it should be? Madrid. The so Madrid. Okay. Just doing Madrid
1: things out here. It's so Madrid.
0: So you're not only podding, you're also giving live updates. That's what your that's what your role is, isn't it? You were doing that last week with uh, with Arsenal cami and Arsenal and City as well, is not it? But yeah, what do you reckon? City, yeah. What do you reckon? Who in the Champions League is to be feared?
1: There is no one to be feared, but they will all smash us to pieces. Bayern, Ryan, Ryan. Um, Madrid. Okay. Uh, actually, to be fair, I reckon we could deal with City. We could deal with Liverpool. We could deal with Chelsea, if they're all still in it. But yeah, Madrid, Munich, PSG maybe, but I don't think they're, they're cohesive enough. But they would. Messi would destroy us alone. So I could. Imagine- uh, there are times when we've gone had big runs in the Champions League. There were far harder and more harder things than there is today. So by your logic, yeah, we could easily do
0: it this week. So I, I think I think we sh- we should be looking at beating Milan. I didn- I wasn't impressed by them at all the other week. And I think at home, I think we beat them if everyone's if if we if we can put put a performance in like we did against City, like we did against West Ham, solid, compact, and everyone's just playing for the team and I think I don't think they create enough. I don't think they look creative enough. I don't think they score a lot of goals. They don't create a lot of chances. Oh, 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 admittedly, neither do we. But, you know, we've got Harry Kane up top and they haven't. Uh, so imagine imagine if, if Spurs won the Champions League, which is what I was going to say. and I called it in the pre-season on, I think, the first or the second pod that we're going to win the Champions League this year. I didn't really believe it, but here we are. Um, if we win the Champions League this year, if we won it, would you? What, would you retire from supporting Spurs? Because it don't get any better than that, does it? Would you just say that's that's it, me now? And you'd be like one of them old supporters, just like yeah, I used to watch Spurs when I was a boy. Yeah, I don't really follow it now. You'd be one of them ones.
3: Oh, well, if we if if we, if we beat Liverpool a couple of years back, I actually said at the time I'd retire because it it'd just be like how do you get like winning the Premier League would be great, but to say we're the best in Europe, like that that would be next level. And then it then. It takes all the pressure off, doesn't it? Like, you're not watching the game thinking, fuck, I don't want to get laughed at. Because you can always just come back with, we won the Champions League. Like, and it would, with us, it'd feel like organic. Like, when Chelsea won it, it was a bit like they've spent enough to win it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas we've just somehow fluked it and one of our owns lifted the trophy. Yeah, I'd, I'd absolutely retire. I think that'd be it. I'd still like care, but it just wouldn't be. I wouldn't care as much because it'd just be like we've completed football. In no one opinion. could. No one could hurt you with words anymore,
0: could they? Like there's no words. That nah. be, <laughs> there's no sticks or stones or any of that shit. You'd just be like, nah. Champions League. Did you see it the weekend when City were playing Forest and and Forest was singing to the City fans? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Champions <laughs> of Europe. You'll never. You'll never have that. And then the City fans replied, "Champions of Europe, you weren't even born." And then the Forest uh, supporters replied, "Champions of Europe." You'll all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I thought that was quite good.
1: I did see that's proper British humour. Champions of Europe,
0: yeah. but you'll all be dead. You'll all be dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like so. Uh, Barring we win the Champions League, then the European Super League, then the Club World Cup, um, I think we'll all be here supporting next season. I think. I don't think can't teams do it in it. You know why? Why not? Why can't we dream for a little bit? You have know, got to be in it to win it. Arsenal have been talking big game all season. They kind of look like that. The Wills might start, be starting to fall off that one, but yeah, they've. Still, I think they're oh, back the, top of the league the night again. Again, then
1: City go, yeah, and then City go and draw with Forest. Yeah, yeah they shit themselves and
0: died, didn't after, they, after that song?
1: Sorry.
2: After after City, oh yeah, it was uh yeah. Do you know what? I never thought we'd. Re- I always thought City, and it was all this talk, and now now it's. Do you know what I mean? You you can tell an Arsenal fan; they've just got big fucking grins. Do you know what I mean? They're so so easy to spot.
0: Yeah, but it's it's so early in the season, like, and they they must be shooing for champion Champions League spot now, right? They must be like, there's no way they can not be in top four this season, right? You you have to say that. So yeah, yeah. but yeah, what, they're they're saying they're speaking like the pundits are speaking like Man United are in the title race. Is that a thing? I don't know. Like, I haven't been watching Man United. I know they're getting results, but they're only a few points ahead of us. Should Should they be considered anything more than just? I think yeah. they're
2: only. Um, I think they're only two points behind City now.
0: So, yeah.
2: I think points wise, you've got to consider them. Um, what's his name? Graham Sunnis. I was listening to the punditry after the game, and Graham Sunnis made a good point. He said. Rashford's got 24 goals this season, and the next top scorer is Fernandez with seven. So, to me, it sounded like he was letting everyone know that to stop Man United, you just got someone's just got to take Rashford out of finish you've got the to, season.
0: If, if you want to stop United, you've got to stop school kids from eating, eating school dinners. <laughs> yeah, and Rash, then Rashford dead goes completely. <laughs> So that's vote for the Tories. Rashford goes to shit. Let's say that's how you get Man United back to where they were before. Uh, Robbie, what are you saying, man? What do you think, lad? Like, do you think the uh, do you think the season's going to pan out in a positive way, or we're going to just going to
3: peter out? Yeah, I think I, I think there's we should really get top four. I I don't think Chelsea are any good. I, I know we'll talk about them in a bit, but uh, Newcastle look like they're falling falling a little bit. Uh, I think we're, we're definitely like good enough to be top four I think, yeah, I've, I can see the FA Cup I'm, I'm with Luke on that as well I, I want to win it um, and I just, yeah, go as far as we can in the Champions League and I'd obviously love to win it but the further we go uh, the more likely that is so yeah, just keep going um, I, yeah, I just I want to see a, a couple of like good performances to just give me a bit of confidence and the West Ham one was one so if we just keep sort of churning away and then hit form like we did last year, I don't see any reason why we can't win the FA Cup, go find the CL, and get top four. I think it's very doable for us. It's very doable. We need we need United and City to get drawn against each other in the next round, don't we? That's that's
0: gonna help us. If obviously we've got to get past Sheffield United first, that's not is that is that this week or next week or when when is that? Because Spurs are advertising they're going to show that at the stadium, isn't it, on the big screen? Weren't someone
1: it's like saying it's it's midweek, is it? I think so Wednesday night. I think light. it's next week. Yeah, I think it's like 27th. so I think it's next week.
0: All right. So the return leg for uh, AC Milan's not next week.
1: No, nah, because they fucked yeah. the Champions League up, didn't they? So forget it all on telly, so 8th of March is the uh, return leg.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're talking about. Uh, well, they're not talking about. It. They are doing the big screen event, and I think it's going to be shown on all like the kind of concourse areas in in the stadium. And I assume there's gonna be like a I think a single tier stand, they're gonna open that up and then put it on the screens. Does that sound that interest you? Like are you gonna give Levy money? That? would that be something you'd be up for <laughs> going to watch? Because it ain't on TV. You can find it. How is it? <laughs> <laughs> Do share, man. Like I, I don't know any of these places where you're watching football. I can't find anywhere decent now. No, I think you I
2: think you can find it. No, it might be it might be worth uh depends how much, do not it? That's what it comes down yeah, to. 60 quid. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be 60 quid standard prices, category okay. A. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's always trying to, he's always looking for his next fucking pound note, isn't he? Let's have a look and see what? if I can find it and see I find the prices. To be fair, navigating the Spurs website is just a ball ache, man. I was on there earlier. I've been on, to be honest, I've been on there like the last week because Terence is going to the AC Milan game um and i thought yeah i fancy that so i asked him where he was sitting and i was like okay i'm gonna keep an eye out for tickets in that area because they sold out in about 10 minutes um on the day i couldn't get anywhere near them so i've been looking on the ticket exchange thing like ever since i go in there and you've got to keep refreshing the page in it because you go in there i don't know if you've, if you've looked at it so you go you'll see the whole stadium thing right and it will tell you what areas of the pit uh, areas of the stand have got tickets available and then when you go and click on them. They're there, and then you go and click on the seat, and it's just nah. What? Refresh the page, they're gone. It's that. It's like that. And you refresh. You keep. You have to keep refreshing the page. I got two the other day. I got one for me and Rev, and they were right near where Terence was. And I thought, ah, oh, sweet. And they were only like fifty quid. And I thought, that's that's perfect. And then I got them in the basket, and I thought, right, I've done it. I've, I've I've cracked it. And then it just would not let me close the deal, man. It just wouldn't let me do it. And then I could yeah. click back, and they were both gone. They've got to fix. They've got to think of a better system than that because everybody's buying the tickets up straight away <laughs> for these games, and then and then there's no way that there's no way the stadiums uh, capacity every week. There's no way. So they got to look
1: at their business model.
0: They do need to look at their business. They need to get StubHub back man. You can always get tickets when it's StubHub times man.
3: Ticketmaster is that what they use? I
0: might have to go. And, oh. I might have to go and tap up. A, <laughs> Jay, what are you doing? Have you got some split screen action going on here, man. Like you've got one, you're zooming on one screen and then hitting up hitting up some favourites on the other one.
1: I've got my iPad on the go.
0: What is it? What's the score?
1: It's two. But
0: uh,
1: oh, Madrid, they just missed the seal.
0: On oh, one screen, he's got us four looking at, and on another screen, he's got Hot Mills in Enfield. Want your want your cock? <laughs> I wish. I
1: reckon FA Cup in top four. I reckon that should be the minimum.
0: If anyone's interested. No, I want to know what's going on the other screen. I've still <laughs> kind of <laughs> evaded that question.
1: What's the fucking BT man?
0: Oh, is it? Oh, fair play. Fair play. I'm trying to find out why uh, Chelsea sacked Thomas Tuchel Show because Simon Jordan and that other dickhead on um Talk Sport they alluded to that they knew the real reason why he was sacked, but no one really knows it and they weren't at liberty to expose that information. Does anyone really know why they sacked him?
1: I think he fell mm-hmm. out with the new guy. I think they had a yeah. disagreement on some st- transfers and um what do you call it uh, long-term plans uh, i think
0: that sounds too that sounds too easy though way, the way they didn't speak about it, it seems that there's more to it like i was i went on reddit and i was trying to find out some information on it and couldn't really find anything i was hoping it would be like just some you know like i don't know maybe like he was a bit like joe T- joe chim and he liked to smell his own fingers off and catching himself <laughs> up. I was hoping it'd be something like that. He was weird and he started sniffing things that weren't shouldn't be sniffed. He might have been sniffing the lamps, I don't know, but he's got a form yeah. of like going aggressive with the boards
1: and getting jogged on. It happened at PSG, it happened at um, Dortmund, it happened everywhere. He's got a form for it
0: there's a lot of there's a lot of quarters of the support Spurs supporters that are asking what well, not asking they're not going Daniel can you um, can you bring um, Thomas Tuchel in please no they're, they're they're making noise about bringing in Tuchel in it I don't know whether you've seen any of that shit like I don't know where they're getting that from I don't think Sifter would be very happy about that he doesn't like Tuchel very much does he what does he call it <laughs> he said he was going to pull his hat down and punch him in the throat if I remember <laughs> rightly <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um Good times. Yeah, so Bunsey, man, what, what, what do you think? Is it, it's the right time to play Chelsea, isn't it?
2: Is it ever the right time to play Chelsea? I mean, I I think the the situation they're in and Potter fans calling for his head and that, I think it's I think it's perfect to galvanise them. My, oh, you've got a big game against Chelsea, uh, against Tottenham. Um so I reckon you'll probably see some of the players some of the older players that have played in that fixture before I think he'll bring some of those in um, the way we play I, I think it's just it's going to give them confidence I think because if he's if he if he goes with his type of football and we go with our type of football, they're going to get loads of time on the ball to knock it about. And I think that's what they've struggled with because they're relatively new players playing a new system. They're not used to playing that way. So I think that's what's catching them out. And it's going to take them time to... I think Potter will get it right there if he's given time. But I just don't think we... I think we've got to be a bit more aggressive in our start and not stand off them because I think if you give them confidence we'll just see chelsea old, and it'll be our oh, the the turning point in their season do you know what i mean we give so many teams their fucking turning point it's fucking ridiculous we, we,
3: love, we love
0: galvanizing teams don't we yeah, on, yeah. Red, sorry
3: mate well, i was gonna say this just doctor in a minute the doctor will see you now and fix all your albums <laughs> so, uh, i saw i saw today the kante's training again after like being out for the whole season so that's always a bad sign. We should we should beat them, though. Like Again, it's one of them things where the only reason we lose to them is because it's Chelsea. Um, not because they're put in particularly good form, not because their manager's as our manager. It's just we see that badge and we shit ourselves. So hopefully if we just sort of keep our heads, we sh- like they're not good. I've watched a couple of their games now, and they have been shit in all of them. They look good in the Dortmund game. But then they just got taken apart, and if if Richarlison sort of winds them up a little bit, I can see them losing their heads. Uh, we should we should be beating them, to be honest.
0: They
1: lost to Southampton, didn't they?
0: Yeah, at home. Yeah. But we're in that Okie Cokey phase that we had last year, where we're winning and losing and winning and losing, <coughs> and it's I just feel like we're there, and it's it's it's, it's really hard to tell. <sighs> I always, if we score, well, I say that we score first against Leicester. But I think if we score first against teams, we're we're gonna we should go and win. I mean, the Leicester the Leicester the Leicester game was a freak. They're always high scoring games. They're always they're always weird games when we play Leicester, innit We went to the home the home game earlier in the season, and you know we didn't play particularly well, but we ended up winning six three. Do you know what I mean? It was it was it was a weird one. Uh, but yeah, Chelsea's it's their squad, innit it. Like I mean. They've got so many players to choose from, but they have got a lot of players that are injured as well, innit? I was I was looking at an article earlier, and it, apparently they've got like ten players injured, like key players. I mean, I don't know what, what who else is out, but they've got about four hundred players, so I don't really, that's really I mean. like a difference, <laughs> is it? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you don't know
3: which ten are out because there's like forty of them. <laughs> hmm. I don't
0: know
3: nothing...
1: any of these boys that they signed. You know all these new boys they signed.
3: One boy yeah. was
0: uh, was uh, old Spurs Academy, you in it? Oh yeah, that Maduake. Yeah, he come from he come from. Uh, he, was, he was he was playing in Germany,
3: wherever he's playing for. But he was he was Spurs academy. We released him. I was just looking up if uh, if Reece James was injured because he's he's the scary one for me. Yeah, he got
1: uh, injured ages ago, didn't he? I think it was before the World Cup, just before just after the World
3: Cup. But he's I've seen him come back, uh, and then he got injured again. I think, but I'm not hundred percent sure bad oh, that was.
1: Yeah, because he, he got subbed on the game that he came back. But yes, I don't know yeah, who this yeah. one is anymore. But they yeah, this is definitely gonna galvanize him. It didn't do it for West Ham, but it definitely will for these boys.
0: Is um Ask Laquera out. Yeah man that's oh, someone yeah, kicked, he got stretched it off. Someone kicked him in the face man. He was he
2: was done. Yeah. I mean if he, he he'd be a big loss for him. I yeah I'd be happy if he didn't play because he's old, he's old school Chelsea. He knows what that fixture means. So I think the less of the old school Chelsea players that play, I think the better odds we've got, but I think, I think he, I think he's going to throw all the players that have, I mean, he was, he was dropping Mason Mount and now I think Mason Mount would be a star. I think he's going to try and flood that with players that have beat us.
0: Yeah man, don't multiple don't times. Leave Zabia what's his name? Marcus Alonso, man. Leave him. Don't even bring him <laughs> to the stadium, man. Don't even play for him anymore. Don't he always he always has a stormer against us, man.
1: Always. Because no yeah. we always fucking sing to him, is He fucking when did he run over he ran someone over, didn't he? What's the song? Mm. Oh Sift always sings it. Marcus Alonso. He ran someone over. He thought it was nice or something like that.
0: Is That's that what Yeah. That's a bit deep.
1: He did. He got over it. And so we always boo him and kill him and destroy him and then he just spanked him free kicks and scores winners and goals. Talking, he's a of,
0: a talking, talking of players that commit crimes, um, Thomas Partey's all of a sudden out injured, isn't he? Seen that one? Yeah, really weird timing. Yeah. I, I don't really know any more than that but there's, there's, there's discussions during the rounds that uh, he's not injured and it's um, yeah, I think his case is up or something like that. I don't
1: know.
0: Alleged crimes. Alleged crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Innocence till proven guilty on this on this podcast. Um so yeah, what do you reckon? Uh what do you reckon, Jay? What's the scoreline gonna be against Chelsea? You going big?
1: Uh no I'm not. I got it right last week, but I'm not gonna go big this week.
0: Did you? What did you say? Uh, I said two nil. Did you?
1: Yeah. Come back and listen to your things, man.
0: I we said Everyone 2-1. else said 2 1. You
1: said 3 0. Everyone said 2 1. I said 2 oh,
0: 0. Okay. Um, Andy, what are you saying? Oh, you didn't say one, did you, Jay? <laughs> I, <don't laughs> know I, I wasn't even interested. Yeah, what are you saying, I Jay? Say, say a score,
1: in it. I don't know. 4 0 to us.
0: We could be Jay's Mystical Garden if we get this one, right? I'll do your
1: Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> Jay's Biffin Bicycle Shed. <laughs> I'll do you a jingle, man. After all these years, I'll finally do you a song. <laughs> Bunsey, what you what do you reckon? Um
2: I reckon it's gonna be a, like a two-all or something like that. I think we're gonna defensively I, I can see a few errors defensively. Um
0: oh, yeah, probably two-all. That's well defensive. Sorry, sorry to bring everyone down. Defensive but errors. I, yeah. How can you predict defensive <laughs> errors, man? You know, we next week for few...
1: defensive <laughs> errors? Because
0: we've had a couple of games without any, we do some more defensive errors. Do so you go to Ladbrokes and go, um, can I bet on some defensive <laughs> errors today, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, what Should else be. can I get on Eric Dyer fucking passing the ball into his own net?
2: Well, it's like you can bet on every fucking thing else at the moment, can't right? you? Oh, you can yeah. build your bet.
0: Ramy, man, a bit more positivity out there, man. Throw right. something out there. All right.
3: Three one and Potter gets sacked. That's what I reckon this is his last game. Yeah, it's not. It's not a good one to lose for Chelsea, is it? Because
0: obviously that's another rivalry yeah. that's, that's kind of imaginary, in my opinion. Yeah, it's another one, isn't it? Like, what's what's all that about? That's is that so everyone... imaginary. Is it not? first Chelsea was the London derby
1: always history. It was the London derby. Yeah, and then the Goons fucking moved across the swamp and they came into North London.
0: All oh, right, so you said three. Pre Second World War, it was the London Derby. It was. It always was the London Derby, and the games were nothing.
1: Chelsea and Spurs were always contesting for shit. I Golden don't know Lizards if they were, were fucking, man, fucking their mums off.
0: Mm, I'm not sure, man. I think Chelsea had no history until they got like. But yeah, they were just... our rivals. That was the London Derby. Okay, well, I sure. Nicks came out. I'm not sure about that because they've got so much, so many football clubs around, surrounding them. You'd assume that they'd have a, a rivalry with QPR or someone like that, it? but But no one's got any real rivals, especially West Ham, right? They, they ain't got any
1: proper rivals. So they beg to have a rival, and it's us. And they can have it because we bash them all the time.
0: Yes. We do, and that was the other thing that geezer said to me on uh, on. No, it was the it was the security guard at work. He was going, oh, "Oh, West Ham always beat you," and I'm like, "Well, I don't think they do, mate." He goes, "No, no, they do. They always beat you. I, I, I promise." And I said, like, well, you, "You don't need to promise. There's no promises." You we're just talking about football, but I said, "Look, if you if if you want to make promises, I bet you a I, I bet you a thousand pound that head to head over the Premier League, we're way ahead of West Ham," and he didn't fancy that, so. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should have made it a bit more realistic but maybe I should have brought the, brought the price down um, so yeah that's, that's we've covered all everything man like Rev does did, did anything you want to throw in there you had some, some interesting things you wanted to
3: say about Spurs some, some basically Spurs Twitter is like a conspiracy theory place now where um, everything uh, Levy does is just to get top four to, to make money for top four but then he like and this guy's a bit of a nutter but um I was, he he made a tweet and he was like look at all the players we've signed when we've been out of the top 4 trying to chase it and it, it was like Son, Toby, Jan, Dembele, Bentancur, Bale, Kulu, Romero, Ericsson, Modric uh and then he did another list of like players we've signed who've been good since we've been in the Champions League and it was like only van der Vaart and everyone else is kind of just someone who didn't really make it with us. Or like he said, Lorente, who like obviously was all right for us for a bit. But no one like of the class of the players we signed when we're trying to get top talk for. I just thought that was quite interesting because, yeah, the best players we've signed have been not in the Champions League. But we always talk as if Champions League is the main thing we need to get the better players that we need to get over the line. I just thought that was quite interesting to be honest, because yeah, I've always sort of argued for a marquee signing every now and then just to get everyone excited. And we don't seem to do it. So yeah, I just thought what do you guys think?
2: I mean, on on that, I've always thought that with Daniel Levy, he when he's chasing something, he doesn't he doesn't seem to be chasing glory. So I can sort of see where the conspiracy theories come from because when we've been up there in title races and that, he hasn't put his money in his pocket. We end up with fucking Nilsson and Saha, but when we were when we started off really bad under Ramos, I think in January didn't we sign Crouch, fucking Robbie Keane? We threw loads of money to get us out. So yeah, I think that holds some weight that, Yeah, he, he's just in, he wants to make money, and Champions League is where you make money.
0: So what what are you saying? Right, you, you, the the conspiracy theory is that Levy is purposely signing shit players when we're in the Champions nah. League. I don't understand what the conspiracy theory is. No, but he only spends
1: money to get to the Champions League. And then when you're once in he's there, in you're
0: it, gonna he's not going to spend any money. He's I don't think him, yeah. I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. I think you can just look at the players that we've signed, and I think that answers <laughs> the question. Fact. I, I don't think that's a conspiracy. Yeah, I it's, yeah, it's, yeah. He signs shit players, but yeah. he doesn't have to sign good players. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. That's yeah. I guess like. I think it, the, it's, it's, the quick answer to that is we had two transfer winners where we didn't... Uh, was it three? Was it two or three? I, think, three?
2: I think it was three. We had three transfer winners. Years. Yeah.
0: We didn't sign any players for nearly nearly th- three years or some shit. I think that, is, <laughs> that says
3: everything you need to know. He didn't to want play to play. sign any players because yeah. he didn't have to. Yeah, it's true. I, I, but like some of the players we got in those in that period of time, with like, I mean, Bauer and Modric, like two of the best footballers ever. And it's just... It's mad how our scouting kind of goes from when we're chasing top four, it goes to shit when we're actually in the Champions League. Like I don't know why we can keep just getting players that could be like that good at some point. I guess it was also a bit of luck from him, is it? Like in Dombalay, could be that level, but obviously he just you know what he's about. So yeah, I just thought it was quite interesting because yeah, that I forgot about the three windows as well that we didn't sign anyone. <laughs> so I'm yeah, that, that, that'd be proven. And I think you're right. I think it's a
0: good point. I think I think that is that is the case. It's quite clear that Daniel Levy doesn't want to spend money when he doesn't need to. Um, you know, that's pretty much the whole kind of argument that's built up against him. He's very reactive in terms of uh, spending money. And he has spent money. Like, we can't we can't sit here and say that he doesn't. I think that's a bit of a, sh- a weird argument that people mm. have that said he doesn't spend money. He does spend money, but he's very he's very careful with how he balances the books. Do you know what I mean, and he's he's not going to be a, a, a chairman who gets caught out for financial fair play. That's you know we we know that for a fact. That's never going to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice to see him. Now we're at a certain period where we've got the stadium and everything's in place. Harry Kane's not going to be here forever. We're not going to have another player like that. So now's the time, probably the last chance to build a team that's worthy of a player like him in it. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, we, ain't, I don't think we're going to have another another, another, another another time where we're going to see a player like that in our lives. That's a once in a lifetime player to have in your your club, and it'll be it'll be a real shame if he left at the end of the season. And it, you know, it'd be, it's, all right, he's a top scorer. But it'd be a shame for him not to have a trophy. So I think, yeah, Levy Levy needs to show some commitment to the squad, uh, to, to 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 Harry Kane. You know, if he's going to keep him at the club and refuse any bids from him, then he should he should give him a reason to want to stand play play for us as well, isn't it? Because if you know you believe anything that's doing yeah. the rounds on social media and all the pundits are trying to kind of orchestrate a move for him to go to Man United. That's, that seems to be the talk on there. everyone, everyone, their dogs talking about that. But yeah, you're right. I think yeah, Levy needs to step up this transfer with It kind of needs a proper proper window this year if he's going to stick around. If he's going to have, if they're going to extend his year uh, for another year, his contract, then yeah, this he needs a proper window and then have a proper proper guy in it. Because I don't think we're that far off. I think I think Luke, like Luke saying earlier, like the squad is actually quite decent when everyone's fit as well. It's quite. You know Skip yeah. and Sarr have shown you know in, in recent games that they can be options and they can step up when they need to. So I don't think there's a lot to do there. And again, we didn't we haven't spoken about Romero today, which is weird considering how good he was against West Ham. He was just kicking fucking he's yeah, he's just a beast. He brought and...
1: out a kick in when he scored as well,
0: didn't he? Oh man, like he, he was he's just a good. beast. Like, I don't know why we've not just brought him up in this on this pod. Like he was so good. Um, something interesting that like I saw earlier. So uh, Romero is we only got a little bit of time left So Romero is the 5th right back to score against West Ham in the Premier League era who are the other 4? Royale Star right back here. for Spurs he's the 5th right back to score for Spurs against West Ham in the Premier League era who are the other 4?
1: Soteri, Walker
0: Stephen yep. Carr no nope. the first 2 are correct Stolteri and Walker that's correct
1: Hutton, no. Trippier, no. Fucking
0: it's tough. I can't remember, remember that. The, I can't remember the name of one of them. I know it is, but I can't remember his name. But I will get to that. But let's. There's, oh, there's, right. there's, there's, there's two. There's two
3: more. <laughs> Davies has Davies put to them. No, they were them. Gilberto, Gilberto, he didn't fucking score
0: Gilberto, really one. Gilberto did score. He really? That he was the one. I can't remember his name, but was, yeah, the
3: Brazilian dude, Gilberto. Oh, yeah, now he played right back in this game. I thought he, yeah, wow, okay. Uh, who's the last one? Gonna be? It's on Chris the Spurs Danta. web.
0: It's on the Spurs website, so you can check it if you don't believe me. The last one, you're going to kick yourselves. Very famous
3: goal. Danny, no. Fucking Danny Rose. Yeah, I'd, I will not give you a clue. I will
0: give you a clue. It was his debut, and it was the first game of the season. Oh, Dyer. Boom! There you go. Well done. And, oh uh, shit! Yeah. Shit.
3: And you, nine years later. Was...
0: You got wow. none of them right, Bonesy. I don't know. I don't know if you're frozen or. What is it? Bonesy, <laughs> Bonesy game. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> he <There you> goes. <laughs> He wasn't interested in that quiz.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, I think that's uh, that's about it really for today. I think we'll we'll, uh, we'll wrap that there unless there's anything anyone wants to throw out there. There's
2: one more, I think, noble mention. All um, right, I, like and I think <laughs> Just one more thing. Um, I think Ben Davis playing uh, wing-back. Saunders. That's the first time, I think they were saying that's the... I mean, I don't want to say... But I called that, I said that a couple of weeks ago, that we should be playing in uh, wing-back. And I think that's the first time that he's played there for two years or something. You you do remember that. that.
0: You do remember that. that. (laughs) All I hear from you is, uh, what's his name? Emerson Royale is is the king. He he should be playing in a back three. And we're still in the Champions League. We're still in the FA Cup. I'm
2: waiting Arrest. I'm waiting to see it. it's, it's, it's going to happen it's going to happen he's going to be the right right at the free it might not it be made, this
0: season it made you feel a bit safer having longlay and um and davis there because it's two left-sided players both quite more defensively minded it feels a bit yeah. a bit more tighter there isn't it i think davis davis is good getting forward as well as proved the goal i think he's i think he's a far better
1: wing back than all our options mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, because he's a bit more of an all-rounder than Sessegnon and Perisic. Like, I think Perisic can't defend for anything. And I don't even know what Sessegnon can do. So it, I think Davies is going to keep that spot, to be honest. But then he's also our centre-back, so we're kind of screwed if Longlet gets injured as well. We're yeah, maybe. Short.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Ben Davies deserves a shout-out. But before this becomes the best the Ben Davies loving. um I don't think he was that good. He was all right. He'd done a he job. He played well, but... solid. Yeah he did. He did. yeah, he did. he did. He did some good things. Um, yeah, I think we'll wrap that. So, cheers, cheers, fellas, for um, coming on and talking pish. Um, yeah, what were what, what we saying? Like, are we are we still doing social media stuff or right? ever? You still get hitting up Twitter and doing bits?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm still talking to people on uh just uh, like sort of interacting with people. Did you slip to people just slipping people's DMs. I haven't done that yet, nah. But it's it's just the free for anyway. It's just all hating on Eniq and stuff, isn't it? To so use it for or nefarious means. <laughs> I use it to, to to hear what's going on, isn't it? Keep my ears to the ground.
0: Okay, uh, so yeah, we're on Twitter, Quiznerd. We're on Instagram, Quiznerd, and we're on Facebook, Herd. So just come and show some love in it, and do some do some shizzle, on there and then come and ask some questions, isn't it? I want to I want to I want to have questions for us. That, that, that seems like that might be quite cool. Don't have to be. Don't even have to be about football. About anything, in it. Just throw some questions yeah. and we'll answer them. Bonesy won't answer them. Bonesy won't answer any questions. <laughs> <laughs> frozen questions at Bonesy that he won't answer. That that should be a signal on the next podcast. That's that's going to be some dead air there, isn't it? You're going to have to do a lot of editing there. Oh, <laughs> All right, cool. This has been season one, episode twenty-five.
3: Coming, you Spurs. Fucking a.